the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on a hump day Wednesday. Uh, the, the summer is, is here in full effect. It's been, I'll tell you what, it has been a great weather year here in Arizona. Probably not anywhere else. You go, go ask people in Texas and Mississippi right now. Uh, they're probably hating life. Uh, power is going out uh, in certain parts uh, because of excessive heat in Texas. They're asking people, hey, can you guys turn up the thermostat? Make it a little warmer in here. Uh, there's not enough power to go around. It's amazing that uh, in this day and age, a, a, a country as prosperous as this, and we can't figure out the power situation. Uh, but, hey, don't worry. Wind and solar will fix it all. But this is why everyone tunes in. This is why, you know what, it's funny. I say something like that. And I say, this is why you got to own gold and silver. Because it's that idiotic. 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. Allamericangold.com is the website. Jay Powell is talking in front of Congress uh, today and tomorrow. And Jason, he started out with a bang this morning. Inflation is going higher. We need more rate cuts and, uh, you know, the higher for longer thing. But Jay Powell started out the morning talking tough. Rate cuts or rake heights, Joe? Rake, rake heights, I take it, right? Rake heights. Did I say cuts? It's you, been a bad I just want to make sure. Yesterday, I, I, blew, you never... I blew the special <laughs> twice yesterday. Uh, I don't even know. I'm, I'm lucky I, I said it was Wednesday. So, yes, rate heights. Well, you never know when Jay Powell's going to come out and demand rate cuts. So I, I wanted to make sure that might have been what, what was really happening. But, no, I I didn't see that, uh, what, what you're talking about. But uh, I, I think we're uh, – we're, we're, we're going to have a timeline here pretty soon as to when things will change in the future, Joe. So I think, um, like yeah, I've said many times, I'm watching the repo, the reverse repo market, and there's finally movement there. And uh, so there's, I think the uh, the rate pause uh, and the the future rate hike have a lot to do with watching that account. Yeah, well, and again, we're going to see some movement in that account with all the treasury issuances. Uh, these banks got to pick up the slack, so they're going to have to have less money uh, sitting at the Federal Reserve. Of course, this is what got them in the in in trouble in the first place. Uh, but but it goes on here as we we look at what is going to happen in the future. He made a few other things that are worth noting. Uh, he's still talking, so I'll probably all throughout the show be giving you liners uh, that come out of this. Housing. Now, here's some good news for housing. Ready? I expect housing inflation to come down significantly over the next 18 months. Then I was just like, wow. So we, let me tell you what that means. Hey, I can't do anything about how come, you know, rents and housing prices went skyrocketing high.
But in 18 months, it'll have stopped going up, and that way the year-over-year number won't look so bad, Jason. So, you know, there, there you go. There, there's hope. There's hope that starting in about a year or so, hey, the housing inflation numbers won't look so bad because they'll just be, they'll have peaked and stayed at these high levels. Uh, and then once you get to that year over year, the number can start falling. So there you go. Hey, way to go, Jay. Great job. Great job. Well, and you know, talk about stable prices. That's one of the Fed's plays, I think, uh, to, to, to save face is that if they can inflate the, the uh, inflate America out of its debt problem a little bit. You can, you in theory, you can inflate your way out of your debt problem. And uh, yeah, you're right. You t- get a couple of years of year over year higher inflation, then it just comes to an end. Will that be enough, Joe? Will that will that satisfy the situation? I, I mean, trying to keep the rates higher because obviously zero percent interest rates, no matter what game they're playing, is not sustainable. So we've got the higher rates now, and, and it seems like everything you're telling me uh, about what Jay Powell saying is that they want to keep these rates at, at you know around a five percent level, maybe higher, maybe a little lower, and uh, that's that's what we're looking at in the future. And and right now the uh, the the spoiled uh, markets that have been on zero percent for so long are, they're going to go through a lot of pain, Joe. It's uh, you know if if this is where we're headed is permanent higher interest rates. Well, you know we had Joey on Monday. And what did he say? He says, let me tell you where Northwestern Mutual stands. We think rates are going to go higher. And to, today, Jay Powell all but confirmed, I expect a rate hike at the next meeting. The way he talked, you know, and it's funny because he doesn't talk this way at the press conference when they decide whether to take a pause or not. But at least in front of Congress, Jason, he, he's talking about rates much closer to 6% than 5%. I mean, so, it, it, and again, it's just talk for now, but that, that's what we have to go on. And, and, and again, if you look at the housing starts data from yesterday, I mean, I don't think it's mathematically possible. Uh, and, and one of the big things, and we didn't get into it enough yesterday, apartments. They are building them like hotcakes. You are not going to be able to afford to own anything in the future. And Jay Powell just confirmed it. Here's how we're going to get to 2% inflation. We're just going to wait, <coughs> right? We're going to wait and hope that the year-over-year numbers don't go any higher. Yep, I think that's, that's you know, for the most part, the Fed since 2020, have been, I mean, even since 2019, they've kind of been saying what they're going to do, and then they do it. They, it's not like they're lying. Right. It's just that nope, the reasons right. they're doing it are kind of, it's hard, hard to understand the reasons, exactly why, right, Joe? Not the, I agree. They're telling us what they're doing. What Jay Powell told us today, higher rates are coming. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. Quick look here at the markets. Uh, the Dow is down again today. Uh, you know, Jay Powell, higher rates. Uh, but off the lows right now, down 50. The S&P is down 25. The Nasdaq's down 200. Uh, gold's down three at 1932. Silver's down 40 cents. By the way, a great silver item coming up below cost today. Uh, but silver is down this morning. The 10-year note, 
378. So uh, Wall Street doesn't want to buy it too much. Uh, but the realities are, it looks like rates are heading higher. But again, if you're tired of this, if you're tired of w- listening to uh, Jay Powell, the bankers, telling you how much they care about you but not doing anything to help you, uh, if you're tired of, of watching, you know, listen, what, what are we, three straight years now? And we've had some ups and downs. But three straight years where Wall Street's done nothing? And really, for most people's 401ks, according to Vanguard, you're down to over 20% while still contributing, mind you. So you really, right, factor that in, you're probably down closer to 30%. Check out a different way, investyrefi.com, uh, up to 10.25% returns. This is all in the private student debt default market so this is not the government debt forgiveness debt stuff so a lot of people don't know uh and i didn't know uh you know i i you know i have two boys in college that we we were we are fortunate enough they they don't have loans but there's two types of loans you get the government loans the government will only give you five thousand dollars and i say only that's a lot of money but that's all you get well, you can't go to ASU. You can't go to CU, right? You you can't go to U of A or anywhere else. Uh, I don't even know if you can go to community college anymore for $5,000. So then the private loans, these are the banks, J.P. Morgan, B of A. Hey, no word. Oh, you're 18? You don't have a job? Sure. Can you get mom and dad or grandma and grandpa to sign on the dotted line here? Tell you what, we'll loan you money. We won't even charge you. We'll wait for you to graduate. But we'll loan you money every year. So let's just say somebody, hey, oh, I need, that's 15 grand. I need 10 more grand a year. Okay, well, after four years, you owe us 40 grand. And, of course, the second you graduate, 30 days later, we want our first payment. And, of course, here comes the interest, right? Here comes the interest. We want our first payment. But I haven't gotten a job yet. We don't care. Or I got a job, but I got nowhere to live, right? I got to pay the rent. I got to do this and that. And, oh, well, you're in default. And, and of course, you can't get rid of it, right? You can never get rid of this stuff. Uh, the interest and, and all the late payments and fees that forty thousand is a hundred grand two years later, and essentially you're a, a non-productive member of society forever. Well, why refi goes in? So listen, not all these people deserve an opportunity, but a lot of these people. Hey, I got that job finally. I finally I'm at that point. I can make a reasonable payment. Banks are like, oh no, sorry, your credit score is for something. Nope, no, nope, no, you can't do nothing. Why refi comes in, they buy the debt out from the debt collectors. They buy it, obviously, for less than what it's worth. That's why they can give you such a great return uh, in their vetting process. That's where it all, it, it's just fantastic. Up to 10.25% returns, and it's really the greater good. You don't need, we don't need government bailouts or this or that. Private industry, good private industry finds a way. That's what why refi does. Call them up, 888 888- why refi 24 
or, or uh, go out to investyrefi.com. And remember, here's the, the one thing. you got to have 50000 That's the minimum. But, Jason, it's something worth checking out because it's fixed. It doesn't matter. The Dow could go down 5,000 points. And your statements don't change. Your income doesn't change. Uh, and it's something that I think a lot of people, especially over the next 10 years, you know, listening to Joey. Joey's like, hey, listen, this next 10 years is going to be tough. You're not getting these Wall Street returns that a lot of people have been so used to because the solution for 40 years, Jason, was what? Print more money. And now all of a sudden all that money printing is starting to come home and cause problems. That's right. You know, college loans is one of the most blood-sucking <laughs> socialist programs so, out there in a lot so of ways. So evil. Yeah, well, because well, you know, I, I remember when I was a process server and I served these these uh, courts. You know, there's a count. You know, I knock on the door and, and I don't know. Was the guy's name is Jeff? And hey, Jeff, uh, I got a county court summons a complaint, and they're looking at. It. He's like, "What is this?" Like, yeah, well, so I guess you're being sued. And uh, they ask me questions. I'm not supposed, you're not supposed to give advice, but sometimes, you know, when I'm serving a 100-year-old grandfather who co-signed on the loan, uh, his county court summons a complaint. They don't know what's going on. And, and uh, Joe, I, I really believe these school loans, uh, you, know, you can't bankrupt your way out of it. Such a, a, a really effective way of sucking the retirement out of parents and grandparents. You know, think about it. Right. They've worked their whole life for retirement. They've got their financial life uh, mapped out for their retirement, and then suddenly, you know, here comes you know the heartstrings being tugged on because hey, a grandson or son wants to go to college and they need help, and all you have to do is just just co-sign. When he gets out of college, he'll be able to handle it, right? And then so many co-signers have just been just hurt mightily by this. So you're not even just helping the student get out of uh, the, the student loan; you're probably helping the parents and grandparents who signed for oh, the co-sign. You know, there's when I when I when I met with Lane and, and they were first talking to me and and all the stories about you know family this this breaks up families it does and and brings families back together takes the, all of a sudden hey you know what we can go to the family functions and everybody's you know in a much better spot mentally because of this I mean here's the great part this is how good they are the average person that they help has the entire debt paid off in eight and a half years. Eight and a half years. And I think about all my friends who've been paying for decades because they can't pay enough. They don't have a lot of times I can only make the interest payment or I can't even make that or I gotta, I need forbearance, blah, 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 right? And, and all of a sudden you're, they're 50, 60 years old and they're still paying. So check it out. It's a great way of looking at things, especially, yeah. especially because we know we are in a boom and bust economy. That's the economy that our central bank has given us. Boom or bust. Well, guess what? It's bust time, isn't it? I mean, that's just how it works, right? 1987, bust, right? Y2K, bust, right? Uh, the financial crisis, bust, right? Now we're getting ready, right? We, we know what's coming, right? The next crisis and of course it's always different right every every crisis is a little different but it's all rooted in the same problem which is way way too much debt out there uh debt that's created out of thin air and jason now jay powell's like oh yeah we got to go even higher and we got an economy let's say gdp was 1.2 percent 
And you got to go higher, right? Look, listen yes, to the headline on C, C, CNBC today. This is, this is the headline. Starter homes have become a fairy tale. Starter homes have become a fairy tale. And that's the truth. This is the reality. There is no way. I mean, really, when you take I shouldn't say no. 90% of the 20-somethings, early 30-somethings, there's no way they can buy a home without mom and dad helping them. It's not possible. Now, if you guys, hey, I struck a rich. I make hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know, I, 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 I did it right, and maybe they can. But ninety percent of them, they're like, no, I make, I make seventy-five grand. Which, hey, you're twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven. Back in the day, that used to be good money, right? I mean, yesterday we did the article. Yesterday, sixty grand. Guess what? Sixty grand. You're poor. You're poor. Sixty grand. You're poor. Right? That's why they're building all these apartment complexes. That's why they're all coming. Uh, mortgages. Yeah, well, and Joe, right maybe sixty grand isn't percent. poor. Maybe sixty grand isn't poor, but it's barely making it. How's that? It's it's just it's just holding on. Well, if you got two people poor, earning isn't that, isn't it? Thing. What's poor? Isn't that poor? Oh, I don't know. I mean, that's you my know, definition has, of poor. Everybody has a different uh, definition of poor. I know that uh, when I had less means years ago, that uh, the money I'm making now is was considered a whole lot. You know, but now the money I'm making now is not, it's not so much a whole lot. It's, it's not but so it's, much, it's, right? It's not. Yeah. It's not so much. So it, it's all, it's all perspective. But, you know, but I'll say this, Joe, I find it interesting. In, in April, the reverse repo market was at 2.3 trillion. That's the holdings. And, and the interest rate is, uh, 5.05. It's kind of an interest rate floor to keep the interest rates up because obviously, if you can borrow money for less, you'll or uh, for, you can get a higher interest rate somewhere else, which is what the, you know companies are trying to do. You, you know, why refi, for example? Why would you put your money in the reverse repo and you get ten percent? So when that money starts bleeding off that sheet, that's a very clear indication. If they want to keep keep lower interest rates from popping back into the market, they can use the reverse repo as, as a uh, indication that they need to uh, raise the interest rate. So now down three hundred billion dollars. Joe, I really feel as long as they want to keep interest rates uh, at a certain level, they'll you know the reverse repo goes up every time they put the rate hikes higher. So I, I think that's really the fuse. I, if you want to see the rate hikes stop and you want to see them come down, that that account has to be empty. They'll essentially be emptying or emptying very quickly before they'll go below where they're at. So here they are. They paused, right? Some money's coming out of there pretty quickly. Up, oh, raise the interest rates, and that will stop the bleeding from that account because that's you know that's what's going to fund the government, right, Joe? This is how the government's going to get the monies out of this account because the Fed's not giving it to them directly right now. Yeah, and it's it, it just goes to show you that pause was a bunch of nonsense. Right, it's a good barometer it, 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 though. It's a good way to look at what what happens right? to that reverse repo. It's yep, going down. Yep, just a bunch of nonsense. And and again, uh, this is everybody saw this coming. There's no good answer here. Right, there's no good answer. Raising rates again, uh, and get ready. More banks are going to go under. Just look at what we talked about yesterday. It's so simple. Forty percent of all the commercial real estate loans that are coming due between now and the end of the year, okay, are ineligible for a refinance, even if. They wanted to refinance, which most of them don't. 
They're not even eligible. And what does that mean? That means you don't collect enough rent now. When we loaned you the money back five years ago, you did. Right? The building was 70% full and you were collecting well above what you needed to make a payment. Well, now most of the buildings are less than half full. Well, if you don't have 25% above what the mortgage payment is in collected rents, you're not eligible to get a refi. You can't refi. So what are the, what, and again, you gotta remember, the banks don't own it, right? Some property management company does. Yep. The banks just carry the are, loans. 88% of them are interest only loans that are, are that are in right. trouble. Right. Right. So think about it. First of all, hey, guess what? Up, oh, whoops. I got two problems. One, this building's in California. Two, nobody's in it. Three, uh, it's not even worth what you loaned it to me five years ago. And four, I can't meet the, the requirement to get a refi. Th- those, those just get handed right back. And Jason, there's a tidal wave of that coming. And with higher interest rates, all of a sudden now these banks are going to need more capital. Whether you pull your deposits or not, they need more capital. Oh, I got losses. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. When we get back, as promised yesterday, a silver item supply. I'll just say this is going to be limited, so be ready. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason, uh, we've got a great item for you today. It's an item we don't run a lot of on the silver side. This is the the peace dollar. So the peace dollar came along uh, in uh, 1922. The Morgan dollar uh, came to an end uh, in 1921. And then they came up with the peace dollar. Of course, World War II had ended and... Uh, they said, hey, it's the peace dollar, and that, that went to about, uh, not to about, but went to 1835 uh, before they didn't make, now think about this, from 1835, without, there, there was a few exceptions along the way, but they were special issuance type coins. We didn't make a silver dollar in this country again until 1986. And it was so funny because I was researching the dollar. So the first dollar, silver dollar minted by the United States, was in 1795. It was the flowing hair dollar. They only minted it one year. And then they changed the design a little bit in 1796. Changed it again in 1798. uh, All the way to 1804. And then we stopped making them. There was enough in circulation. See, we weren't big into continually adding to the money supply. Didn't have to. That's how you have no inflation. The United States didn't mint another silver dollar again until 1836. And then uh, the seeded dollar came along. This was the first year, the first silver coin that was widely circulated for, in other words, it, it lasted more than 
five, six years, the design, the seeded dollar had a run from 1840 to 1873, uh, which at the time, that was the the most amount of years that a silver dollar was ever minted. Then they went to the trade dollar, and that went to seven, 1870, what was, I think it was 1875, and then, of course, the Morgan dollar, 1876 uh, to 1921. Remember, the Morgan dollar... Uh, th- that really was 1876 to 1904, and then they didn't mint any from 1904, and then 1921 they minted tons of them. Then the peace dollar came in. And then, like I said, the next silver dollar that we minted outside, we, we did a, a, some special one, like an Ike dollar that was silver, but those were specialty things. wasn't until well, the, the silver. And the Ike dollar, Joe, they did make some for circulation, but they were clad. They weren't silver. Correct, correct. The ones that were silver were were specialty. They had they had dollars. They just weren't silver dollars. Uh, and then, of course, obviously the Silver Eagle came along in 1986. These are what we, we, we in the in the old silver dollar industry, if you will. We have what we call the call dollars. Those are the worst of the worst. Okay, so those are. Uh, worn flat. Maybe you can read the date. Maybe you can't. Uh, you know, they're, they're rough. They're all black. That's not what we're talking about here. These are what we call VG pluses. These are, you know, is circulated. These are, hey, you're going to be able to read everything. You know, some are a little better than others, but they're decent, solid looking, uh, piece dollars. And that's what we have. We have 35 rolls of them. Our cost on a piece dollar in this condition, just my cost, is $31.75. We have these 35 rolls at $0.75 a coin below cost. So $620 a roll uh, for these peace dollars, that is well below what any. This is what uh, a lot of the guys out there that sell the cold dollars for, which are just you know, like I said, worn flat, can't read the dates, they're black, and all this stuff. This is huge value here. You know, when looking at it, this is something that six hundred twenty dollars probably should be what six seventy five, six eighty. That's kind of the normal range. I've got 35 rolls of peace dollars. This was the last silver dollar minted by our government in, in any type of for distribution, for circulation, uh, up until really 1986 when they started to make the silver eagle. You gotta remember, and the silver eagle is not meant for circulation, right? Uh, some, you know, People that don't know what they're doing will take a silver eagle and take it to the store. Uh, but obviously it's not meant to be spent that way. So rolls of peace dollars below cost. So your fifth, a roll of them is $15 below our cost at 800-951-0592. And you know, we had dimes and quarters that was almost below cost. Jason, now we got peace dollars this week below cost. 
Correct. And these and these silver dollars, if you're looking for nice silver dollars, these aren't going to be really nice. And so it's just like Joe said, VG is that's a good way, very good condition. Uh, some might be slightly below very good. Some of these are uh, very fine or maybe even extra fine. So there's a there's a good range, but they're all circular. These were these were used. These were spent. So um, uh, they're all good coin. No holes. Uh, they're not all banged up and and and, and messed up. You can read the dates and and, and the the mottos on these, but uh, you'll get a nice little uh, a, a range of dates and, and range of conditions. And uh, you know, for circulated coins, Joe, this is a great price for circulated coins. Now, if we were doing AUs. The price. What would the price be for AUs or, or, or uncirculated? Be. I mean, you even know what? We, you, we, you, you put me on the spot here. I'm going to guess. I'm guessing. Just guess. Uh, I'll look it up here. But my guess would be on AUs, we'd be approaching forty dollars a coin. That, that's yeah, eight hundred bucks a roll. Eight hundred bucks a roll if you got nice ones. So you get your price way below that. The same amount of silver, Joe. Maybe with some of the wear, there's slightly less silver. But when you sell circulated, uh, like when we sell the, the quarters and the dimes, all these circulated ninety percent silver, uh, we sell it at seven point one five ounces of silver per roll for a roll of quarters or two rolls of dimes. However, if you had uncirculated or almost uncirculated, there's actually more silver than that. The 7.15 is a number for, that, that accounts for some of the wear when we sell those coins, for, you know, because they're circulated. Same thing with these guys here. There's, you know, it's, it's, it's got all the silver in it and just not the price of a nicer coin. So it's, I, I think it's a great deal. There's only 35 rolls, so Joe, this could go pretty quick. Yeah, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and and put them away. This is a a great entry point uh, into the old silver dollar market. You're just not going to get a better deal. That's that's why we do it. I, w- I wish we had 500 rolls, but we've got 35. 800 Joe and Jason, we're coming right back after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason. Uh, Peace dollar rolls. You get twenty piece dollars in the row below cost. Seventy five cents below our cost. Uh, Six hundred and twenty dollars a roll at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Yesterday, man, I screwed up the special so bad. So I'm honoring it again today. Uh, on the $10 liberties, I want to say this, by the way. I only have $50, $10 liberty left. I, I apologize. Yesterday, I first said the, the price was $21.75. Then I said it was $11.75. Both of those were wrong. There are $1,075. If you buy 10 or more, $1,065. I know Jason tried to save me. Uh, but I just was, was out to lunch on it. So though I have 50 of those left. And then on the $5 Liberty, since I screwed it up, I'm running these again. 1 through 19 on the $5 Liberty gold pieces at 565, 20 or more at 550. So Jason, we've got bargains all across the board. Obviously, the peace dollars, uh, anytime you're buying below cost, uh, that's what you want to do. And you're not, you're buying below my cost. So that, that, that's what makes it great. Uh, gold right now is still down $3, 1932. Uh, silver right now, $22.80. As Jay Powell continues to talk, 
Uh, the headlines were made early. The headlines were made early. As Jay Powell said, more rate hikes are coming, and inflation won't go down for another 18 months. Uh, hopefully, because they, the prices just, they won't go lower. They'll just stop going higher. So, th so there you go. So there's, you know, I, I don't want to always be negative. Uh, by the way, credit card rates. The average credit card interest rate just hit a new all-time record high. And this is people with good credit. This is nuts. 20.69%. 20.69%. Man, these banks, they don't miss a beat, do they? Right, you know, hey, interest rates, what, we're between five and five and a quarter, and somehow good credit, that's if you got good credit, 20.69, uh, bad credit, I don't even want to know, they don't, they didn't say, uh, in the article, Jason, but it is, it is shocking how expensive if you don't pay those credit cards off, uh, and of course we know, uh, credit card balances are, are now, uh, at, at new record highs as well. Yeah, I said I got that offer in the mail, offering me 31.74% interest on a credit card. I'm sure if, if I applied maybe with good credit, they would have been a lower rate. But that was that was what they were offering. And I, I have no idea who would open that. And you mentioned this before. A lot of people just do it to get the credit card. But I don't know who would look at that and think that that's a good idea. It's like stepping into a bear trap and knowing it's there and just stepping on it anyways. But... Uh, you know, it's interesting. The banks will do anything to, uh, to get yep. their peace, Joe. I, I talked to somebody about paying off a loan, uh, and I can't remember what the loan was. It was a car loan or it was a uh, home equity, whatever it was. But they, they, they were paying off a loan, and uh, they didn't know exactly. Of course, you know, when you go to pay off a loan ahead of time, you don't really know what the payoff is because the interest right. is building up. Over the you know, so this right, guy paid the loan about, off. You know about, but you don't know the exact number. You got to have the bank tell you what the exact number right. is. Right, and apparently the procedure is call the bank and get a number and then pay it. Uh, but this guy just he sent above what he owed. He figured, well, if I'm over, they'll send me a check. Right, that's what he figured. But but this is what the bank this is this is what the bank requires if you do it that way. At least in this guy's situation, he uh, paid off he paid off the loan and extra money was there. They sent him a bill for an interest payment that's owed for before that payment was posted. So he had like an extra three hundred dollars sitting there in that account, but he, he called him. He's like, "Look, just apply some of that three hundred dollars." No, that's not how we do things. You must send a payment for this uh, accrued interest, and then we will send you a check for the extra. I mean, just to get a few more dollars. Here's the thing: they're probably hoping that you know that somebody doesn't pay that extra payment or it gets lost in the mail. I mean, I mean, every penny. Right? Well, I paid it off. I paid more than I owed. So yeah, no, yeah, you got to be careful, right? There's, there's always the fine print on everything. Then they talked in this article about the zero percent cards and said, Oh yeah, but you gotta be there's you know, there's all there's a time, you know, you gotta pay it off by this time and then uh yeah. those zero percent cards after that initial time is up or you're late on a payment, uh they say the average uh about twenty four percent on those cards. Man. Wow. I just, how, how many dollars in interest does somebody want to pay, Joe? How, how, what percent? You're already paying. 
how 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 many hours of your of your yearly income to, to federal income tax and just taxes in general? You're probably putting thirty one one third of your time and energy at your job is going to taxes. You get involved with credit cards. What are you doing? Another ten percent of your daily life at your job paying towards interest. I mean, that's what's going to happen if you get involved with high interest credit cards, Joe. It's it's definitely a trap, just like the college loans. Well, it's it's a trap. Bloomberg Intelligence is saying restaurant sales are finally starting to buckle. We'll see. We'll see here. This is going to be interesting. We know the retailers are struggling. Uh, all of them have said, man, sales are just down, down, down. Uh, but now Bloomberg is reporting that uh, second quarter restaurant sales, inflation is killing the appetite, consumer spending finally has buckled under two years of inflation and price hikes. Maybe the another little sign here that uh, we may, th- this slowdown that we've been waiting for, maybe a little closer than we thought. We'll have to wait and see. Patriot Radio News Hour, get those peace dollars before we run out of them. Uh, $620 a roll. Jason and I will be right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We got twenty one rolls of peace dollars left. They're below cost. You can't get better than that. Uh six hundred and twenty dollars uh on the peace dollars. Uh these are gonna be the you know, VG the, the they're not worn out. You can read all the dates. Uh, they're not going to be, you know, uh, AU brand new like, but uh, decent quality, $620 a roll, uh, $10 liberties. We got about 40 of those left. One through nine, 1,075. 10 or more, 1,065. Yes, that is the actual price. I apologize. Uh, my brain's been everywhere this week. Uh, and then of course the $5 liberty. Since I screwed it all up yesterday, honoring those as well, uh, $565 on $5 liberties, 20 or more, $550 at $800-951-0592. The peace dollars I do not have on the website. So the peace dollars you do have to call. Uh, and just call up, listen, it's so easy. Just tell the girls, hey, I want the Peace Dollar special. They're going to ask you how many you would like. There's no bait and switch. We don't try to upsell you or do any of those things. We don't call you. We don't email you. We don't do anything. Next time you, you hear from us is when you call us again. 800-951-0592. So Bloomberg saying restaurant traffic fell 5.5% in May. And saying that the consumer now starting uh, to show the stress. And they're saying, hey, from Cheesecake Factory uh, to McDonald's and Wendy's and Burger King, all levels of restaurant have had a decrease in traffic. Now, they've all raised prices, uh, but now they're getting to the point where hey, the, the decrease in the traffic uh, is, is more than what they've increased the prices. So even staves or sales are starting to fall. On Father's Day, on Father's Day. And, and Joe, it's, uh, we actually, we actually felt comfortable just staying. We, we, uh, it was the first nice day without rain we've seen in a while. So we, we sat outside. Uh, we actually stayed there so long. We watched people going into the movie theater 
And then we sat there so long, people, we saw those people leaving the movie theater. So we were, we were there that long because we were talking and just visiting. We felt comfortable because, you know, hey, when the, when the restaurant's full, you know you're taking up spot and you're taking money out of the, the, the waiter's hands or the waitress's hands. And uh, very sparsely, you know. And then I noticed the pizza place that's on the other side uh, of this restaurant that we were eating at, it was gone. So they couldn't afford to be there anymore. So... I don't know. The restaurants may be starting to slow down around here, Joe. I mean, I don't do a lot of it's eating out, but I'll no. I pay attention. Well, you know, we're you know, uh, I I have a lot of friends in the in that bar restaurant industry, and thankfully they're they're doing okay. But they're one, you know, they're really good establishments. But yeah, I'm starting to see all of a sudden, hey, that that taco shop that had been there for the last three four years gone. Starting to see, you're starting to see those things. So just kind of funny since you told the Father's Day story. We went to the same restaurant for Mother's Day and Father's Day. Mother's Day, it was like a two, uh, almost well, not quite, about an hour and a half wait. Because this was a place, no reservations, an hour and a half wait. Father's Day, 20 minutes. Now, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know, you know, I, 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 Barbecue time. Same exact place. It's barbecue time, right? Right. Grill it. Grill it up and be cheaper. You know, don't pay the markup. (laughs) 800-951-0592. Get those specials put away. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.